This is Abilities at Work, a weekly podcast hosted by the Canadian Association for Supported Employment. Hello everyone, I'm your host Alex Rashkanu. The third episode of the Abilities at Work podcast explores how a job developer can help clients who experience disability find work. As we sat down with Charlie McDonald, national trainer at the Canadian Association for Supported Employment, we asked her to share some of her insights on this. When we think of job development, it's really it's really critical that job developers build ongoing and nurtured relationships with employers. And that's ultimately what's going to help lead to those meaningful employment opportunities for persons who, who experience disability. I'm really going to speak to that side of working with the employer today. Um, so when I look at when I think of it as a bridge, I, I picture one side of the bridge is an employer champion, if you will, somebody who's become a champion in inclusive hiring and has built an inclusive, diverse workplace. On the other side of the bridge, it may be an employer who is new to um, building a, an inclusive workforce or um, has not hired a person who experiences a disability before and is starting to begin that journey, if you will. And as a job developer looking at that bridge, I picture, I, I think a critical piece is we need to meet the employer wherever they are on that bridge um, when we first start connecting with them. And then through educating them and supporting them and offering the services that we offer, we can help them cross over and become that, that champion at the other side, right? So I think the critical piece is meeting them where they're at first and then start to build that foundational, uh, sorry, start to build a foundational relationship building into a ongoing long lasting partnership. Again, leading to future opportunities and um, uh, connections within the business community. So that's just kind of like an overview how, how I'm kind of coming at this, this conversation. As job developers, when we're connecting with new employers, there's so many different strategies for doing that. If it's a public facing uh, business, patronizing their business and kind of getting to know their business a little bit, connecting through existing network connections. So think of our personal or professional networks and who the, you know, it's who you know, who you know, and make connections through that way. Conducting cold calls, just going in and making that initial connection where we're not necessarily going in and asking for something, we're going in to offer something and again, start to build that rapport. Another critical piece is being a visible and active member within the business community at large. So that could look like attending chamber, being a regular uh, attendance of chamber of commerce events, uh, joining business, local business associations or clubs, um, participating in career expos, job fairs, really being a visible organization within that business community that you're working in. And that also allows you as a job developer to kind of keep the pulse, keep your finger on the pulse of what's happening in your local labor market. Um, and the other critical piece there is I think flexibility as a job developer, because sometimes opportunities where we wouldn't think opportunities would be all of a sudden are there and you're connecting with somebody that's a business owner or a local employer. So kind of just kind of keeping that open lens for any opportunity to connect. And then once we have that connection and rapport, we're, we're meeting with employers, it's really critical that we offer high quality, consistent, accountable services and then working through uh, through the end and then celebrate our inclusive employers as well. So those who have crossed the bridge to the other side and are now champions of inclusive workplaces, celebrate them and still help them be an active part of your organization. Invite them to speak to other employers, invite them to share testimonials, invite them, um, nominate them for awards, 
um, around inclusivity. All these pieces can continue to nurture that ongoing relationship. And then just to kind of go back to when we're first making that first connection. So how do we make that connection? And a critical piece with that is we want to speak to the business case is what I'm going to refer to it as the benefits to a business for building an inclusive workplace. And there's, there's so many benefits that we know and job developers know that hiring persons with disabilities makes good business sense. We know these things. Our role is to communicate these things with prospective employers. And it's really critical that we use business language, business focus language, speak to their bottom line and how building an inclusive workplace is going to benefit their business, right? It's good for business. And that we're gonna support them along that way through whatever services our unique organization is able to offer. So it could be no cost recruitment and retention services, um, long-term supports. It could be supporting with interviews. Um, depending on where the employer is on that bridge, you may want to start by offering a, a different connection through mentorability is a great opportunity for employers to become familiar uh, where we're working with people uh, who experience disability. Um, there's, you know, offering to do, um, you know, an informational interview, uh, getting to know there's all sorts of different levels that you can meet the employer where they're at before we go into the hiring. Let's hire somebody um, who's a, a job seeker that we're working with because it's critical that we make that right match, that good, sorry, that right fit as well. Um, so going back to the, the business case and the strategies, we really wanna speak to how working with your organization and hiring uh, persons who experience a disability will save time and money. Um, and that, that, that's just the fact that through no cost recruitment and retention services, in addition to the facts that we know around um, inclusive hiring, like higher rates of retention uh, that a high percentage of inclusive workplaces see, which again results in saving time and money on recruitment costs. In your current role with the Canadian Association for Supported Employment, you train job developers and other team members at Supported Employment Service Providers with respect to how to best establish that bridge between the job seeker who has the skills, the experience that an employer requires and the employers themselves. Can you look back to a time in the past when you were serving as job developer yourself? And can you describe a situation where you were successful in making that match and how did you go about doing that? Um, well, I'm thinking back to, I was really part of a, a team of, of job developers, and I'm thinking back to an employer um, who owned a local uh, fast food uh, franchise, and they were newer, like they had just opened, and one of the strategies was to, we had our finger on that pulse and knew they were opening, so I wanted to connect with that employer kind of at the early stages. Um, and we were able to connect and share the benefits of inclusive. Um, so again, spoke to the business case, shared our experience, really start, really built that foundation. Um, and then when the time came, we had some candidates who would fit that were interested and that also fit the, the different roles. So what we did is we actually collaborated with that employer and we did some working interviews. So the, uh, the candidates that we were kind of putting forth for these roles I went in and met with the employer and actually did some of the work so the employer could see where they would best fit within the organization um, and really start to make connections with the candidates directly. And I believe three, three individuals were hired um, 
on the onset of the of the company beginning. And then we offered that long-term support moving forward. So that was when job coaching um, was a, a service that our organization was able to provide. So job coaching was provided to support with like the onboarding and um, initial training as needed. Um, and then actually that employer has now from that time is now a business champion of that organization and quite frequently will call uh, the job developer who's now there and say, I'm having this position come up. I'd love to meet with you and see if you have any candidates. And that's really what we're striving for as job developers. We want that. We want our employer partners to be reaching back to us and saying, hey, I have a position coming around the corner. I'd love to connect with you um, and see if you have any candidates. We really started with that foundation. And then we offer different ways for that employer to become engaged and build their own comfort level and their own confidence. Um, and then we just kind of support it as needed along the way. And it really bit, uh, built to a strong ongoing uh, relationship. Also offered in that was times where individuals that have been hired there were advancing in the company. So anytime a new position became available, they would look at all their staff and they sometimes if they had advanced into another role, we were contacted to say, you know what, now this position's open. Is there anybody that you have on your, your list of job seekers that would be interested in this type of role? And then again, it just kind of kept going that way. So. Our final question for Charlie was, what are some key resources that are available to supported employment job developers? Canadian Association for Supported Employment on the website, supportedemployment.ca. We have a resource hub with over 400 um, resources, including things like myths and facts around hiring persons uh, who experience disability. And job developers can use those myths and facts to dispel or help new employers shift a current perspective or maybe a miscommunication or misunderstanding and really start to see the value that persons with disabilities will bring to the work site, to any work environment. Um, and providing these stats and, and real, real study findings, for example, you know, 86% of persons who experience an intellectual disability have equal or higher rates of attendance. This is a fact that can be really powerful to an employer and can help dispel a potential myth, but also maybe they voice a concern saying, if I hire, I'm scared there's going to be more sick days or more time off. By having these kind of resources and tools in our quote unquote tool bag or toolkit, we can pull from them uh, when meeting with employers. So I think as job developers, it's also important on our side to be well-informed and up-to-date and accessing these resources. So again, Case has those on their website. Another great thing that Case offers is an actual um, resource for employers, including a self-assessment tool and a um, HR inclusive policy toolkit, which can be once that employer is ready to start building their inclusive workplace, these resources are available at no cost for job developers to support them along the way. I also just wanted to add for any employer service providers who are listening, I would invite them to check out CASE's uh, Support and Employment Job Development Certificate Program that you spoke to earlier. This is an eight-week online course that dives into the numerous strategies for connecting and building these ongoing partnerships with employers. And it's through a collaborative online learning experience where you can connect with employer, sorry, employment service providers from across Canada. And throughout this course, there's numerous tools and resources that are shared that job developers can add to their existing toolkit as they move forward in their work. And we are currently have two sessions scheduled to begin in September. Thank you for listening to the third episode of the Abilities at Work podcast. In our next episode, we will investigate 
What is the National Mentorship Program Mentorability Canada? Until next time. If you like what you're hearing, make sure to subscribe and share abilities at work with someone who needs to hear this message. For more resources on connecting individuals who experience disability with employment or resources on making your workplace more inclusive, visit supportedemployment.ca.